They don't want to talk about this, Jay. See, this is why <laughs> this ain't this ain't popular. This ain't yeah, they gonna turn this off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they gonna turn this off, right? Because they did that, so hopefully you wouldn't have to go through man, that. <laughs> if, if you don't know no better, it sounds uh, it don't turn you up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I want to hit the player by entrepreneur. You know, building a business. I want you to tell me how it only takes ten dollars in two weeks <laughs> to make uh ten thousand dollars back, Listen. and how he did it, and he did it, and some testimonials that's capped they lying to you i wouldn't be here to tell you that because i would be doing it right right now This is the Literacy Kings Podcast. My name is Corey Paul, rapper, creative, and entrepreneur. Big boy, still thug, jug, hook, or crook. Tried to hide it from a nuke, so they put it in a book. And I'm Jamarcus Traham, a.k.a. Jay with the NBA, investor and teacher. Started at the bottom, now we black entrepreneurs. It look good on us too. It look good. And we can do it again, cause we did it all before, yeah. Slave ship to ownership. Yeah. Reading. What up, what up? This is the Literacy Kings Podcast, man. Appreciate y'all checking us out for another episode. We are in season seven. What you need to know before you quit your job. Now, we're not saying you should quit your job. We're saying if you're thinking about quitting your job or if you got a side hustle or if you have a business or if you're an inspiring entrepreneur or you're just curious about any of it, um, these are things to know before you go full time with it. So uh, today's episode two on our first episode, we gave a recap. If you haven't heard episode one and you're curious about what the season is going to be like, you can go back, check out episode one and um, and get it in. After you watch this episode, if you're excited about the next one and you don't want to wait to next week, check out our subscription if you're listening on Apple. If you're not listening on Apple, check out the Patreon and you still can get the next episode early. All right, enough of all of that. Let's check on Jay with the NBA. How you feeling? Feeling good, man. Before you tell your boss, take this job and shove it. Yeah, before you do you that. Know what I'm saying? Some, here's some things you might want to consider. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So today, the thing you're going to consider is uh, lesson one. A successful business is created before there is a business. Mm. All right. So that sounds fly. But today we're going to break down what that really means. Because you may be at your job right now. You may, you know, have these ambitions and you're thinking like riding in the car on the way to work. I'm ready to go right <laughs> now. You know what I'm saying? But you actually can be turned up because. You know, you have the the luxury possibly of starting and before and, and starting with the right information. So you starting before you get started is basically what the book is opening up saying. The business is created before you actually create it. All right, man, let's go ahead and jump into it. Lesson one, a successful business is created before there is a business. Um, The first part that really, really hit me. Um, a lot of it is talking about what is the difference between an employee and an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? And like we said in the first episode, mindset. Is, right. Right? But here it started start making some key facts, some key points that determine the difference. All right? And first thing, one of the first things I got highlighted, he says, um, employees work after the business is built. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurs work starts before there is a business. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. So if you think about that, everybody, man, the boss, 
get paid this. He don't do that. It's because he didn't did all the work already. True. You wasn't True. with him shooting in the gym. True. Yeah. So don't yeah. expect to get paid like you was with him shooting in the gym because you wasn't. Right. 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 Yeah. A lot of this stuff. Think about. Think about how how it how much work goes into setting up a Walmart. Right. Yeah. And all the paperwork, all the licensing, uh, set up a construction, uh, do the in-store layout. Yeah. Uh, working with uh, distributors, getting the products come in, shipping and receiving, all of that, hiring people, I, bro. All of that goes into it. Up, all of that. Yeah, all of that goes into it. Before the dope open right before the grand opening right 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 and you wonder why, oh you're not gonna see him no more look at how much work he did at the beginning yeah and the risk the risk that's being assumed by the entrepreneur versus the employee because you know if it go bad for the employee you gotta find a job if you go bad for the entrepreneur for the owner he might have to file bankruptcy mm-hmm. you gotta pay them creditors back <laughs> so it's gonna be a lot more risk yeah that comes into it um. So some of the bullet points in the book Um, Some of the bullet points He says uh, you start by being sure That you have the right mindset And that uh, that you think like an entrepreneur Instead of an employee like Jay is saying And then right after that he says Do your homework Study the market Man. Uh, uh, Your target customers Your competition, competition yeah. Just identify your skills that you're going to need Identify the advantages uh, Over the competition Put together a business plan um, And legal foundation Like he starts to go into all of the The Some may think it's the boring stuff You know the fun part a lot of times is the idea I got the idea. The you know innovation, what I'm saying? the creativity, the innovation. The create, yeah. yeah, the creation, crea- mm-hmm. crea- uh, creation, the innovation, the idea. Now I want to get it to the people. You know what I mean? But then th- all these things that he listing, these are the things that happen before. These are the things that allow you to get it to the people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, get it to them properly. True. Yeah. You can always and, put and that and over time. Yeah. <laughs> for a long, for longer than uh, six months. Yeah. You can yeah. always just throw it out there. Yeah. All willy nilly, but this ain't no mixtape that you can just drop when you feel right. like. Now nah, this is um, setting up an album. Right. <laughs> like, right. It, it, right. Right. It's a different process. You yeah. can't just drop. And yeah. Here you go, y'all boys love it. Let me know what happened. Right, right, not, right, right. Not with a business, business per se. Uh, there has to be marketing around it. There has to be um, legal structure. Right, right. There has to be a lot of things that it's not sexy. No, you know no, what I'm saying. Yeah, You're like, man, I just want to get to it. I want to be known for this and this and that. But you won't be known for that if you don't do the other things that's wrapped around that product or service. Right. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that was uh, Sharon Lecture, who was um, Robert, um, business partner, actually. That was her part. She was talking uh, in the book. She has a, a notes called Sharon Insights because mm-hmm. she co-wrote the book with Robert. And that's her part. She was like, yes. Robert, Robert's telling you about philosophy, theory, and all that, but let me give you the one, two, threes, ABCs mm-hmm, mm-hmm, of what you mm-hmm. need to set up. And uh, yeah, she gave her insights like, yeah, y'all yeah. need to basically um, design the business 
around that product or service. Right, That's right. That's just right, a small right. part of it. Right, 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 right. But you have to design an entire system around it. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. Now, so we won't we won't take a whole lot of time, but we won't. I don't want to blow past him either, right? So when he talks about do your homework, he talks about market research, finding your target customer, uh, and the competition. All right. So when we talking about the market research that's being done, um, whatever you have, whatever your business is, or whatever your idea is, you got to figure out what's popping. You know, the market research is just you going to understand what's happening is in this market. Am I early? Um, is it um, is it oversaturated? Um, it, or are people paying? Um, um, you know more than it's worth or is it not at a point yet so now people are paying less than what i think it'll eventually be worth you're trying to just understand like you know where what's happening in the market you want to enter right and so then when you talk about your target customer uh that you're going after that sounds you know a target customer but it's just who you're trying to talk to even um us as literacy kings um we don't we don't say a target customer we say a target audience mm-hmm. but it's the same thing which is basically um who are we speaking to right like who is this for who are we making this for it's not for everybody uh, if you're 14 it's not probably for you like it's good financial stuff you can get from it but we're not talking directly to, to you, you. Yeah. if we were talking directly to you it would sound different yeah. right and so you got you trying to figure out who am i talking to where are they in life if you know you somebody that that like the idea of money but you're not ready to uh start seeking financial information you might not want to hear us you might mm-hmm. want to hear how you can make ten thousand dollars in ten days you won't hear that. You know what I'm saying? So you might not be a big leader singer, right? So we know we don't want to make content for people who are trying to get rich quick. We making content for people who are trying to build wealth slowly, right. right? So it's just a little insight of how that can apply to whatever you're doing as well, right? It could be gender, it could be age, um, you know, pain points, things that they're where they are in life. Do they got kids? It's all kind of dope stuff you can consider when you're thinking about like, who is my audience? So um, you can best serve them and save money on who you marketing to. The other thing is the competition. Um, And so one thing about the competition or competitors it don't mean that it got to be necessarily the people you beefing with it's mm-hmm. just mean other people in your market right yeah. so we're a financial literacy podcast um and we you know there are other financial literacy podcasts right mm-hmm. if you're a youtuber if you sell t-shirts if you want to have a trucking company it's other people that do that and so you want to pay attention to them so you can see what they doing well and can you get down with that what they not doing well so maybe you could cover some of the gaps um you know um how long have they been in it how long have you been in it you know it's a way that you can uh learn and grow from it as well jay always talk about second mover advantage right mm-hmm. like things that you're learning from the competition that came before you so um yeah yeah so i feel like those three was really powerful getting started one of the um the things that hit home with me is poorly conceived businesses fail whether they're initially successful or not yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was like yeah. oh like plymouth rocks fell. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying and what robert is saying is a lot of times bro the entrepreneur their sure will and effort and hard work 
um, covers up for a poorly designed business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you'll see initial success in whatever you're doing, and you'll think you're popping, but if it's poorly designed, you don't see the cracks in the system until you hit a point of exhaustion. Right, 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 right. So when you get exhausted because your hard work and your sure willpower is um, overriding the fact that your uh, design is poor, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But when you hit that exhausting point, then you're like, this ain't sustainable. Mm-hmm, like, I might mm-hmm. give, it, it might give me a while, but it's not set up right, right? Yeah. And... It, it hit me because I've been there. Mm-hmm. Like, and a lot of times you just saying, you know, you hear these success stories. Man, you got to want it more than anybody else. You got to do it this and do it that. And it could be misleading because people have, you think, man, if you just keep going, if you just put enough will firepower in there, you just get up, get on your grind, boom, 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 then then that energy is going to be protruding into your business mm-hmm. and it and it should lead you to be successful that's a fallacy yeah 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 because it's only so long you're going to run like that your business is poorly designed yeah 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 for sure and they mentioned it um they mentioned it previously uh in the book and they're going to get to it again but i think that it's really important um that we mention the um the cash flow quadrant. Yeah. Like, right. So it's really important to know the cash flow quadrant when talking about this because um cash flow quadrant is just breaking down how you get money. So the most important part is when you go from, you know, entrepreneur from uh employee, right? You go to to uh self-employed. Mm-hmm. Okay? Then from self-employed, you go to business owner. Now that's why I'm bringing this up because self-employed you're still an entrepreneur. You're a solo entrepreneur, but you're not a business owner. And those are the two different things. See, I thought they were the same, but they're not. So to what the book is saying, to what Jay is saying is, if you are building a business, you have to, you can't run it as if you're just a, a self-employed entrepreneur. Those are going to have to be two different things, right? And so you have to ask yourself, like, where are you and what you want to be in order to be able to look at the next steps when we talk about creating um, the business. So it's like if you want to just do this job better than your boss used to do it and you don't want to have to work for nobody, then you're self-employed. But if you want to get to the point where you don't do the job anymore you own a system that's doing the job for you then that because that consists of a business owner i i didn't know that for a long time so i was doing what the book was saying you just working hard you grinding you getting mm-hmm. after it you trying to get more get more get more and not realizing why it's not clicking though well because when you stop it stopped right. why and why why yours stop the guy that actually has a business he keep going every day. He keep going, you know, and you're never going to be able to catch that person. Um, first of all, it's the mom and pop versus the corporation theory. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you mom and pop, you, you know, you doing it with you and the people that are close to you, related to you, and 
you know, y'all rocking together um, to reduce overhead because you don't want to pay a lot to employees. Like, I've been there, literally. <laughs> right, right. But I could never get away. Yeah. And one of the other things he said about that, which he'll go more into that on the next episode as well in lesson two, but the more you are a specialist, mm-hmm. and, and, and he, he gave a list. He said, this is how you know you are S and not a B. He said, do clients particularly look for you? Mm-hmm. Right? Will revenue decrease if you're not there mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so they gave a list of things to know mm-hmm. right if, is your name on the building mm-hmm. you're probably an S yeah. you know what I'm saying so they gave a list of things on how you know that you're more self employed you more you own a job more mm-hmm. than you have a business system yeah and you and, and you have to know what you want to be you know yeah. what I'm saying? Which you, said, everybody don't want to own a business. Some people want to just stay self-employed, you know? So you have to know which one is for you. The important thing is to not get it twisted. Yeah, don't just... That's don't, the thing. He's saying, he's like, either way, just know which one you're picking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm. be confused about it. Because it's going to run differently. Yeah, because it's, it's two different things. Yeah. If you have to be the expert in the room and you're not comfortable trusting that people are better than you at certain things, then you're an S and not a B. Because mm-hmm. a B, there's no way you're going to get to be a B if you feel like you have to do everything yourself and you don't trust other people to do it. Right. Whatever exactly. it is y'all do. Exactly. And that exactly. was one of the things. I was like, man, bro, he spitting facts. Yeah. And because and the, the, the thing is, you know, if you're an artist, you know, and you create a very specific type of art even in that that doesn't necessarily mean you have to go shop for the, the supplies paint it market the painting find an art studio do the packing do the shipping send it to people who buy it you don't know I mean you have to do all that you can still fully be who you want to be and build a business around everything else mm-hmm. You just may not want to get to the point to where you just have other artists and you don't paint no more. You know what I'm saying? You might still want to be the painter, but that doesn't mean that everything has to everything has to stop because every business isn't a McDonald's. So where it's like right. franchise prototype model. You know what I'm saying? Some are, some aren't. So it's just like I just don't think we think through that a lot of times and properly say, okay, let's well let me model ourselves after this person or, or this company. You know because you know, you just you think in the traditional way of how uh, what we call the business uh, is set up. You know what I'm saying? He said most people they um they start off with the um the S model with the dreams of becoming a B. Yeah. But then they got so far into being self employed. Yeah, that's that they tough. Never, that they never climb out. Yeah, and, that's and tough. It happened to me. That's tough. Um. I actually went backwards. I actually went from a B to an S, mm-hmm. and, and, and and it's a world of a difference. Right, right, right. Because right. when I, I'm gonna tell you now, I made the most money as a B. Right, right. I have a, like I had, I, I know for sure because I still got the records. Yeah, from back then. Yeah, I made more as a B when I had people working and I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had 
I made way more money then. Yeah. Now, people lean to me more as an S. Mm-hmm. And people say, oh, no, 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 I ain't going nowhere else. I ain't going nowhere else. Once they figured out that you really, really know what you're doing and specializing, mm-hmm. they only going to want you to do it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the trick is to train the people as mm-hmm. good as you. Yeah. Because you're never going to get free, especially if it's a service type um, company. Mm-hmm. They're going to want that service from you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Once they know, no, no, man, I want you to do it. I want mm-hmm. you to do it, right? So the trick is to train those people as good as you and trust that they're going to be as good as you and never introduce yourself to the clients like that mm-hmm. if you plan on being a B. Right, And right, I'm telling right. you from my experience because beef, before I jumped into my office, I already knew how to do it and I trained the people and I had to train them because that was the year I went to Afghanistan. Mm, So I had no choice. I had to leave. Yeah, yeah. I was still in the service. Yeah. So it ran while I was gone. Right. And everything was cool and I was still making money and I was in Germany, I was Mm. in Afghanistan, all of that. But when I came back Mm -hmm. and I had to remix the whole business model, Cousin ran off him, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Had to remix the business model and change everything up. Um, I still had people working for me, but it wasn't a B mm-hmm. type because you had to reset. You yeah. had to reset. I, I yeah. chopped. I chopped down the um, the employees. I cut the payroll. I remixed everything, and then I made it work as an S. Right, 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 right. But right, I was right. making way more, more money as a, as a B. B. Yeah. But when I came back and became S, now people are like, no, 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 I want you to only mm-hmm. do it, only do it to where I actually had workers who was kind of riding the clock mm-hmm, because. Mm-hmm. When people come in, even though I'm not there, when I do to come in, they like, oh, the, the you know these people. They said they'll come back whenever you here. Mm, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, that yeah, situation. Yeah. I and in hindsight, I'm like, bro, I should have never stepped in. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you, me stepping in, yeah. it gets me locked there. Right, right, right. So if y'all listening and you know you call at this and call at that, if you're gonna be a B, you need to train someone and you need to trust. That they're gonna do it as good as you, and get a quality person that ain't gonna run off and take your idea, make them sign a non compete yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. But that's the only way you're gonna free yourself up from being there. Yeah. Because once people get a hold of you, and they they only gonna request you. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of people businesses in our culture. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Yeah. Like they they got something that they good at, and they super talented at it. And they get locked into doing it themselves yeah. to where they never could really build a huge business. Yeah, that's good. That's you know good. what I'm saying? All right. So another thing uh, that the book talks about is it hits on um, creating a business or buying a business. Mm-hmm. And uh, that within itself is um, new to a lot of people. And so, uh, Jay, you can talk more about it. But for me, um, when I when I read it, what it did for me was open up it opened up the the possibilities of what ownership looks like because anytime you think about a business a lot of times you think about creating the business you know um from the ground up but it is the opportunity to buy businesses now that can even sound like so far-fetched 
you know um it can sound like it's a it's a lot you know like you have to have these thousands and thousands of dollars uh to to buy a business and of course that's an option as well but my takeaway from it was more so of um understanding the options that you have as an entrepreneur that was the, the most important thing that i got out out of it um whereas even if you don't necessarily um build it from the ground up it doesn't mean that you can't be a business owner right. if it's something that you have interest in if it's something that you care about or something that you know about you're gonna have to have education around it but it could be you know it could be uh equivalent to um a, 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 you have a, a landscaping business that the, the person that owns ABC Landscaping has these contacts. He has clients. He has customers and all that kind of stuff. Um, but maybe he don't want the business no more. And maybe you can, you know, you could take that over and convert. A lot of times you see this uh, on a smaller level in real estate with like uh, rental properties and stuff like that. Sometimes landlords just they don't want to be a landlord no more because they making money, but it's also a headache. So a lot of times that's how people get win in real estate is they buy the properties from landlords and it's renters already uh inside. And you mm-hmm. can just go on any um um do for sale by owner websites. You can yeah, but what uh, hard. You can go on hard, you can go yeah. Zillow, got, you can go any yeah. site that sells it says it says if a tenant is in there already. Yeah, like, it normally. Yeah, and it'll it'll say, you know, um, you know, tenant occupied. Right, you buying a business. That's really what that is. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, at that time, you buying it. It's probably let me not say you necessarily you buying a business. You're buying a job that can be a business if you have a system for it. Right. Because that may just be a property with a person in it, right? So it's cash flow, but you may need a property manager to handle that. You know what I'm saying? So it can easily be converted into a business. So yeah. Um. One of the things that I was looking at is when he talking about success, uh, and I know if you were saying finish your point, but oh yeah, yeah, I'm done talking about that. Mm-hmm. But Robert hit on early success, mm-hmm. and I think we need to uh, just hit that. He said success blinds you, and uh, basically either the lack of success or too much success can kill a business. Hmm. Right? That's real. And I think everybody looks at the lack of success part. Right. Man, I I just can't get customers. I can't do this, bro. It's just not popping. Boom, boom, boom. Right? But he gives a good um, piece of the book when he's saying too much success early on will kill the business. Yeah. And... He'll see you like you know you're not hungry no more. You know what I'm saying? Basically, you're not future planning like mm-hmm. you should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was talking about you know when he hit for the uh, his uh, his surfer wallet business. Right. He's like, well, they was buying champagne, we were buying sports cars because then Robin made it like a, he was a millionaire in six months. Mm. Like he hit hard. Yeah. Yeah. For it, and it was no p- real plan after that. Yeah. And be, that he said that initial success blinded me to where I couldn't see the cracks that I had in my business system mm-hmm. because the revenue part of the system worked so well mm-hmm. that I didn't see that I had uh, my intellectual property game wasn't where it needed to be. Yeah. As far as licensing and copyrights and all that. And 
some competitors came from under me, snuck me, and then boom, business went down. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't see it because that early success mm-hmm. just blinded him. Yeah. And he yeah. thought the system was was where it needed to be. Yeah. Already. And um it's true. Early success will because you'll get short-sighted and you'll be like, but it's working though. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm making money, I'm doing this, doing this and that. And you will kind of ignore the other aspects of your system you should be working on mm-hmm. that wasn't necessarily your strong suit. Mm-hmm. Like mine was marketing. I, I ain't never really just been a great marketer. I was always, uh, um, I do quality work mm-hmm. and and it's gonna speak for itself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So when I was hitting, I was hitting, I was hitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as more competitors come into your industry, mm-hmm. you need to market. Right, right, right. So right. I was watching my numbers dwindle and I was like, but I ain't doing nothing wrong. I'm mm-hmm. still doing, like, you know what I'm saying? But it's because I was making money back then and I realized, no, I didn't, I wasn't spending any amount of significant money on marketing and promotion, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I wasn't working on the other part of my system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so yeah. that early success, when you get successful in whatever you're doing, if you get early success in it, don't let it blind you. Mm-hmm. Continue to look at it as an entire system instead of just the product and service. You're trying to build an entire business around that. Right. Yeah, because if, if you really believe in yourself, um, if you believe in yourself, you know, make the decisions based off of when it goes right you know that's the ask yourself okay when this works then what happens Mm. and so the thing that's guaranteed to happen is things are going to change so like you're saying with everything coming out or whatever you have to know things are going to change so if you don't have uh, a system in play when things change it's going to be really tough it's going to be really really tough when things change because you don't have a system in play so like in whatever you're doing, there's a way to make sure that um, you're moving forward, right, in what you're doing. So, for example, one thing that always changes is uh, social media always changes. Mm-hmm. You know, social media always changes. So, if you find success in your company and you're using social media as a marketing tool, you know, maybe you thugged it out and learned how to do Facebook ads. And now you're going dumb on Facebook ads, you know, and, and, and it's working. And you're making money. Well, what you need to do is if uh, if a, a heavy part of your business is reliant upon social media marketing, Facebook ads, you need to already start scouting or working on getting with a social media company or a marketing company that does this mm-hmm. because they're going to be researching. A good one is going to be researching and staying ahead of the mm-hmm. curve and the trends. Because so when you spending all this your budget on these ads and this is how 80% of your money coming in and uh, Mark and the good people at Facebook changed that good old <laughs> algorithm on you and your ads ain't working like they was working before money gone money gone they're gonna change it you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying you gotta know that you know what I'm saying and and then different platforms right um, short form content if you're a creator short form content is even that's what's popping now so where so you know they a lot of companies may reach out to influencers you know and say hey what's your tick what's your instagram look like what's your facebook numbers look like you know for as if they're gonna give you the bag now you want to know what your tiktok numbers look like 
you may be popping on IG, but you never went to TikTok. You know what I'm saying? So it's not to say, um, it's not to say you going wherever the wind going. What it's to say is, if you're in an industry and it requires, you know, marketing to people, well, where are the people? Mm-hmm. And how are they being marketed to? Well, you got to be there. You know what I'm saying? That's just the, the the name of the game. So I think that's very important because I've saw it and experienced it too with my mm-hmm. own eyes. Okay, so all this sound dope. Let's go ahead. Let's bust it down and and make it practical. Okay, let's make this first episode practical when we're talking about before you start your business is when the business should actually start. So what does that look like? Simply laid out. Um, a whole lot of note taking. Yeah, studying film. Studying film. Don't talk to nobody yet. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Good. Let me go hey, we got it. Just real quick. Go ahead. Tap on that. Go on. Tap on <laughs> that. You got to. You got to. Do not talk to anybody mm, yet, bro. That's good. I know you excited. You charged up. You man, I got it. And you looking for emotional support? Yeah. Listen, like Kelly say, you got to be in tune with your star player. Mm. You got to know that it's going to work because you're going to make it work. You gonna, right. you have to have that fortitude, right, to know that it's going to work. Don't talk to anyone yet. You have an unborn baby. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Until mm-hmm. you give birth to that baby, don't talk to nobody about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You need to take the time and research, research, research. Like you said, look at your competitors. Look at the market. Look at the the life cycle of that industry. Make mm-hmm. sure it's not a declining industry in the first place. Mm-hmm. And if it's not a declining, if it's booming, look at your competitors. Analyze them. Study them. See what they do well, like you said. And then see what they don't do and find your lane. Um, then you take that. And once you get past that preliminary part. Mm-hmm. Then you work on your business and what you're going to add to the table. See, that right there is a whole nother level because now Mm -hmm. you got to say, now I have to build something to fit inside of this research that I just did. Right, 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 right. Exactly. So that takes time. It takes planning. It takes patience. It takes listening to your spirit. It takes uh, conviction from God. It takes a whole bunch Mm -hmm, of things. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you need to sit there and you need to dive in it. Yeah, that's good. Swim in it. Yeah. If you want to be successful, you got to know everything that you can about it before you make a decision to actually even start pursuing. Yeah. I think a lot of people, they go wrong because they just say a general good idea and that's just enough for them. Mm-hmm. And they just get started with time, uh, money, energy, all that. And they just start investing. Mm-hmm. They really haven't done enough research yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. They just out here winging it and playing yeah, that it's yeah. gonna work. And and a lot of times, yo, your um family and friends, they'll be trying to. They don't even hate you. They they think they protecting you or doing a good job or being under us, whatever. But I'll, sometimes, uh, sharing something with them too early, that is your vision is not theirs. They don't see it. They might think it's too risky. You hear a story over and over again about entrepreneurs, successful entrepreneurs. Who were not understood by their family or doubted by their family, uh, you know, not what? understood by their friends. So, um, I think that's really important to know. Like, 
you got this vision. They don't got it. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's not for them to see it. So I think everything that you just said is is spot on. And enjoy that process. Enjoy that process. I know once you, it gets once it gets started, it's not gonna feel the same. Yeah, I know you excited. <laughs> you know we get excited about starting. You know what I'm saying? I, I get that part. You feel me? But you gotta enjoy this process because if you don't, this probably not the business for you anyway. Because you're gonna keep coming back to the uh the 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 table and reassessing and how are we moving from here, how are we going from there. Like even if the thing work, if you got an idea and that idea work, you still gonna have to come back to it and come back to it and come back to it. So it's like if you doing this process in the beginning and you don't like it, you really just like what you thought maybe the money that could come right. from it or something like that. I'm gonna tell you probably not, the not money, where you the money go. not enough. I'm gonna yeah. tell you that right now. It's probably not where you wanna go. The money not enough. If most if ninety-nine percent of businesses fail in the first ten years, uh ninety percent of them fail the first year. But then that last ten percent within those next few years, uh ninety percent of those fail. And he, um so the money is not gonna be enough. Even if you initially see some cash, that's not gonna even if you continue is rolling, you're gonna get bored with it. It's not gonna be enough to sustain you. Yeah, because the money not gonna be enough. Take but, it from me. Yeah, because here's the thing too with that. A lot of times when we hear, oh, you know, the money ain't gonna be enough. And some people be me thinking, man, if I had that bag, you know, what I'm saying that bag might be. be but this is the thing though. When you get it, you'll realize. Even if you get it and you get you you able to buy everything and do everything or whatever, if you're not in love with that business, that money gonna be short term. You understand what I'm saying? Because that bit, you gotta grow, you gotta expand. I, I, you know, if it don't matter what you're doing, like you know, you could be writing books. You know what I'm saying? You write if you're an author and you writing books, but you not growing with how you get to your audience, and you ain't thought about how you need to target your audience through YouTube or how you need to start getting your books on, you know, uh, Kindle or you know having them voiced over for audio books now because that's popping. Or you know, how can you get Siri to play your book if somebody asks? Is that can? It's so much in that industry that have to keep going forward that just getting that bag ain't going to be enough if you don't love it. And here's the other thing why getting the bag ain't just enough, because you may have to most of the time you do have to go in debt before you start making money. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you think about business, you think about making money, but a lot of times you got to go in debt. So you got to ask yourself, is it worth it? Right, I'm planning for it working, but if it don't work, <clears throat> is it still worth it? You know what I'm saying? And if the only reason you was doing it for the bag, it's not gonna be worth it for you. Mm-hmm. But if you like, nah, this is what I, this is what I love, or this is what I believe is my unique proposition to you know the world, or woo woo woo, then it's like, yeah, I'm going. It's going down. You know what I'm saying? So it has to be more than the money to to sustain you. If you in it for the money, it's easier ways than to to get the bag than creating a whole business right i don't think you understand what you what you're doing you're trying to create an entire system yeah yeah it's easier ways to make money bro you yeah. can be an angel investor in another person's business that's and doing still make that the for same it money. yeah yeah like yeah, there's yeah. easier ways than trying to start a business just to make money yeah yeah it's easier ways so i don't want you to don't please don't go down that road entrepreneurship is too hard mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. to be yeah. to, to be saying that and it made me think about something. If you, you know, because um, it's a debate about, you know, um, are you an entrepreneur? Are you not an entrepreneur? 
can anybody be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. is you know is it just for certain people if i don't feel like an entrepreneur can i grow into an entrepreneur can i become one or you know and um you know i think that it's important to know that what you're trying to ultimately do is solve a problem that you don't feel has been solved yet so there are different ways to go about solving a problem or partnering with a person who's solving the same problem. Um, a term that's not as popular as entrepreneur is an intrapreneur. And an entrepreneur, Robert's talked about it before, um, but an entrepreneur is somebody who works within another business mm-hmm. that's already been started. They don't want to start another business. They it's, it's a business that's already going, right? Um, you, you know, another unpopular term is being a code number two. You know what I'm saying? You're not number one. It's somebody else's business and vision. You a code number two, right? Like um, a popular. He not even necessarily. A, I wouldn't even get call him a number two, but I just want to say a popular person. Um, everybody, a lot of people know Gary V. Um, Gary V. has made his uh, head videographer and uh, a like a uh, content creator guy named D Rock super popular. And Gary V. always talks about very clearly how important D Rock is. You know, he's like, these are his comes so he coming up with all it, you know what I'm saying? So you like, yeah, Gary V, Gary V, but you take away D Rock and what he brings, and he gotta figure out how to make that shake now. So I just say that because it's different ways to get to where you're going. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times a true entrepreneur sees a problem that hasn't been solved. He wants to solve that problem. That's why we created Literacy Kings. We're trying to solve, we're trying to break down financial resources. In a um, relative way for people of color who've been marginalized, we're starting with a podcast, but we want to turn it into a network. We want to turn it into an online university. We, you know, we want to make it as easy for our people to get, uh, fine, you know, for easy for our people to be financially literate as it is for them to get a burger from McDonald's type. You know what I mean? Ain't nobody doing that. You know what I'm saying? To the point where it's like, ah, oh, we could, we ain't got to do that. We can just go holler. At, you know what I'm saying? Like. Nah, not for our people, not yet. You know what I mean? So it's like we trying to solve a problem, and we gonna do this. It it ain't no not working. We're gonna do this forever. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like we're gonna in do some fa- in some shape, form, or fashion. In some shape, form, mm-hmm. or fashion. So it's like I, you know, I'm not using us as like we're the perfect model, but I am sharing. You know, a lot of our struggles and hustles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Helped us get to this point. So well, we done hustling and you know, we only trying to put our time and energy into something we believe in for the long run, you know. So it, you know, it, it is very important like Jay saying like if you're just trying to make some money, you can go It's do easier else. things to do, man. Yeah. It really is. Um take some money and do R&D, research and development in your own way. Mm-hmm. Spend some money with your competitors. It's yeah. an action step, you know, right? We're gonna leave you with action steps. Spend some money with your competitors. Oh, that's good. Please do that. That's Go good. And, and shop with them. Check them out. See what. See how they do this stuff. How their product is. See how their packaging is. See how they do this. How they do that. See the uh, the actual um, from start to finish process mm-hmm. of of you. You know. Going through their service or acquiring the product from them, mm-hmm. and if they're their, your competitor, you know you need to study that process. Because you might even look at them and be like, "Ooh, 
maybe I don't need to go directly at them right now. Bruh. <laughs> you feel me? You you want to get in the, the you know, online uh, retail, right? And you like, let me study Amazon. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You might learn, mm, maybe, don't be so prideful. You know what I mean? Yeah. That you like, hmm, what is this teaching me? Can, because sometimes you can have an idea and you're like, I want to do this, so I'm going to do it. But you're not filling a hole. You're not filling a gap in the market. You're you not going to get any market share yeah. from that person. That's, That's so, a real it's part so of dominant. It. They don't want to talk about this, JC. This is why <laughs> this ain't this ain't popular. This ain't yeah, they going to turn this off. Yeah, I know. They going to turn this off. <laughs> right? Because if Jay you did don't, that, so hopefully you wouldn't have to go through man, that. If, if, if you don't know no better, it sounds... Uh, it don't turn you up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I want to hit the player by entrepreneur, you know, building a business. I want you to tell me how it only takes $10 in two weeks <laughs> to make uh, $10,000 back Listen. and how he did it and he did it and some testimonials that's capped. They lying to you. I wouldn't I, be here to tell you that because I would be doing it right now. Right now. <laughs> right now. If that was the case. You think I wouldn't have already found that? Man, they lying to you. <laughs> and that, that, you know, that's why, I, you know, I love, you know, this book and how it's setting it up because it's not lying to you it's not look it's if if you want to if you want to build something and you want it to be something for real it's gonna take time it's gonna take money it's gonna take ups it's gonna take downs Mm -hmm. you know that's the thing is we telling you what we know we really actually have built businesses Mm -hmm. that generated up to six figures Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so we know what it take and the cold point is by the time you didn't got through wasting your money and time on getting rich quick you could have been on the way to getting rich slow for real. Mm-hmm. You could have actually been doing something for real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like most things in life, the best thing to do is the hardest thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, So, shot with your competitors. That's that's part of studying. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know, I'm a school teacher, so mm-hmm. I realize people don't know how to study. Right. That's a thing. You know what I'm Knowing saying? That's a real thing. Is a people thing. don't know how to study. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had to learn. <laughs> like, I had to learn. You gotta, yeah, learn, you gotta how to learn how to study, man. Study, yeah. Um, if you plan on making it, if, if you serious about this, if this what you do, right, then you need to study, and you wouldn't mind shopping with your competitor, and you wouldn't mind studying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and seeing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, your business model is going to uh present itself yeah that's if good. you do that way if you do enough research and you see it if your research is correct your model is going to present itself yeah. you don't have to be yeah man i'm gonna try to set up becoming like that's this because you just guessing but the more and more research you do the more and more you're gonna see holes mm-hmm. in how, that. this is how it should be and that's exactly what well, man i can jump in right here mm. Netflix did Netflix didn't start uh Netflix didn't start their company. When you read when you research Netflix, you know, Blockbuster was uh king, right? right. Mm-hmm. And so uh the reason why Netflix but started they literally the homie uh like Reed Hastings and his partners, they were trying to figure out what to start. Right. Like they 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 didn't go, "Oh, we're going to do this." They was trying to figure out like what company should we start? Because they they come from that, you know what I'm saying? And you know, kicking it around, and then they started with the uh, DVD rentals. Mm-hmm. It wasn't no streaming. They started mm-hmm. with buy the, mail. Yeah, the buy mail mm-hmm. DVD rentals. The reason why they thought that that was best is because 
they study Blockbuster and they ask, what's the pain points? What people, what do people not like about Blockbuster? Right. So, and it was the, um, you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta make the two trips. You gotta go get it, and then you gotta go return it. Mm-hmm. The going to get it may be a little exciting, but nobody liked the returning part. Right. And then when you didn't return it, they had late fees mm-hmm. if you didn't return it, right? Then when you go get it, they might be out. You make your trip to the store to see if somebody got it. it got to be out. You talking to people when they gonna return it, when it's gonna be back, and all of this or whatever, right? Um, and then because they had storefront, it was limited titles. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was all of these problems that they saw that they was like, ooh. Seems like a hole in the market. Opportunity. Seems like an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then the same with the streaming. What Blockbuster didn't have nothing. No streaming. No mm-hmm. online stuff or whatever. So then as technology mm-hmm. advanced, they saw another hole in the market. But it still went back to answering the questions of how do we solve the pain points. People having to get up and go drive. Mm-hmm. People having to return. People having to get charged late fees. People not, They're still trying to solve those problems. And then a business is birthed out of it, right? Now, real quick, I give you an example, a recent example of what I believe is a company that didn't do that and the reason why they failed. Um, recently, it was a is a company, a weird name. Um, it was a weird name. Um, I believe it was like Quibi or something like that or mm-hmm. whatever. The video, the, the video, 10, ten minute videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a Quibi, Quibi mm-hmm. or something like that. Some yeah. weird name. They were like, oh, short form content is mm-hmm. the way to go right now. So they got all these million dollar, billion dollar people together. They mm-hmm. raised Kevin uh, Hart. All, them, all they got mm-hmm. all these big celebrities. They raised all this. They raised billions of dollars, yeah, they bro. They raised all this money and they was just coming at you. Ads and all these big celebrities with these original content. They mm-hmm. paying it. They hitting you. They hitting you. They hitting you. Right. Because they like short form. We're going to muscle up the industry. We're going to Debo it or whatever. Failed, flop, flopped, mm-hmm. big flop. You know why it's a big flop, right? Now this is not me trying to Monday morning quarterback. This is just you know we run a media company, we study it, and we see. So when it comes to the short form content, the short form content is emerging and is free. Correct. It's free from <laughs> Instagram to TikTok to Facebook. To YouTube, all of this short form content is free. On top of that, things have been moved from um, needing to be polished and professional to the more natural, organic look. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so they wasn't solving a problem. Right. It, there was no problem. People had Actually, no problem. Actually, they were creating one. Right. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? And it was just, <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. And it was a, um, a a perfect example of just when you're not actually doing your market research to solve mm-hmm. an actual problem, people just like, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? And it don't matter how many celebrities and money that you got, the company will fail. Yeah, man. Uh, man, look, we don't do enough because, and a lot of times because people from my neighborhood we're trying to get to that economic impact of the business. So we don't, we like, man, I ain't got time for that, bro. I just got to start something. Yeah. And a lot of times if you come from the hood, you might've got your background scarred up. You might've caught this and caught that case, whatever. And you're like, I'm starting this out of necessity. Yeah. Not so so much as I want to have my business, but anybody hiring me because it is. That's good. So, yeah, and then we get locked into 
small businesses that that really are doomed from inception mm. but we just gonna keep working it because now we just bought we just own our own job now. yeah that's good right that's because good. of that's the situations we were placed in yeah yeah and it's more yeah. of a survival thing more than a want yeah that's good and i want to do it this is my desire not really yeah but nobody else hiring yeah you see what i'm saying and so, we don't know yeah I, that that gap man of knowledge is intense jay yeah. like it's a whole lot of hustlers you know what i'm saying it's a whole lot of hustlers but like you say you just trying to figure out a way like damn well i'm i'm killing myself at this job and ain't paying me nothing but i do hair or I, I i know how to press shirts or i know how to do taxes or i know how to cut the yard or i know how to you know how to do these other things and you can make more money off of it but like you say it's that it's a gap between understanding how to turn it into an actual business mm-hmm. and not just a glorified hustle right yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. That's good, man. Um, dope, man. This. So, do you have any uh any final thoughts? Cause uh, I feel like that's a lot of game for the day. I feel yeah, like that's man. a lot of game for the day. I mean, I pretty much said it. Um, I'll close out how I opened up. Mm-hmm. Employees work after the business is built. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurs work before the business is built. Mm, that's good. That's the difference between yeah. that. Literally, that's the difference between them. Yeah, you do it. They preload all the work. Yeah, and you wonder why they get to reap the benefits of it because they did all this before you even thought about applying. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And you never gonna get paid what you worth. Nah. It does not work like that. You're not gonna get paid what you worth. You're not gonna truly be valued. Um. You're not going to. Um. You're not going to reap the same benefits. You know, it's a, the, what they say, the higher up you go, the more you get paid, the less work you do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, the, the way that it's set up and the way that it's structured is not about whoever works hardest gets rewarded most. It's whoever uh, takes the most risk gets rewarded right. most. Risk reward is, is what it's about, not work and, and, and payment. That's just... Not the way that it's structured. Right. So the, the if you got just a little bit of risk, you can just walk away and you're good. You're not gonna get paid what you what you what you feel like you're worth. You know what I'm saying? But if you walk away and and everything fall down, you can make some money. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta figure out a way to structure it where okay, now if, if I walk away, I didn't put my system in place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it won't fall down. Yeah. Um. Man. This book is important, especially right now, because it's a lot of people, including myself, just like contemplating what's next. And sad to say, everybody's not going to make it, right? Because we got this crowd of people right now, according to the label pool, they're saying that they don't want to go back into being an employee, right? I'm, every day I'm reading an article employees not returning to the job or if they do return they want to be remote they want to get their independence they, they want to do that they keep raising prices on everything but not salaries people yeah. just mm. yeah people burnt out with that so mm. but you gotta know that it's things on the other side you have to consider as well it's not all gravy over here mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying like you got it's things on the other side too are you really are you willing to make decisions and have everybody that's on your staff 
depended on your decision. Mm-hmm. Right. That changed me. That's one of the things that made me way more responsible when I had staff and I they, and their kids would come to mm-hmm. my office. Mm-hmm. And I literally asked, oh, what y'all were doing? Oh, after I get my check, I'm finna take them to the mm-hmm. park, I'm finna do this. I'm, it's real people. These are real human <laughs> beings, bro. And if Jay messes up mm-hmm. and that person don't get their check because mm-hmm. of something Jay did, it's going to affect that little girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That Those things change you. Right, right, You got to right, be right. more responsible. And it, it ain't, it ain't no, and that, that helps your future planning. Yeah, I got to keep planning. Cause mm-hmm. I got to make sure that my employees still eat. Right, right, and, right. You know exactly. That stuff like that, it's, it changes you, bro. Yeah. You got to think about that. Yeah. Now, if you plan on just owning a job just so I can eat and I'm, and I plan on being self-employed, then you might not have to worry about that. Right, right, right. But if you right. plan on building a real business, you're going to have to worry about that. Right. And the dope thing about it is if you go back to what we're saying, you're doing what you love and you're applying the, the right principles and building a business. Now you've created a space um, and provided employment opportunities where now these people love what they do. You know what I'm saying? So if you created a space where you offering 10, 20 jobs, these and these people are like this is a, a dope culture. I'm getting paid, you know, more than minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's healthy for me. It's opportunities for growth. Now you're you're changing the world. You know what I'm saying? Like you're changing the world. So it's like if you love what you do, seeing the way the way to that, it's like the weight of a kid it's real stuff that come with a kid let's not play but at the same time it's a beautiful amazing thing and amazing opportunity as long as you take it real you know what i'm saying take it serious then you reap the beautiful benefits you don't just walk around stressed all day you know what i'm saying you just wake up and do the thing you know you're supposed to do you know what i'm saying and and you are you'll win at it the problem is when you don't wake up and do the things you're supposed to do and apply yourself properly and stuff start going the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? So um, with this series, by by the end of this series, you will fully understand the pros, the cons, um, the, the, information needed and how to apply that information when it comes to um starting and running your business if you rocking through the the rest of this this season so um it's nothing that's gonna be hidden it ain't gonna be anything permanently behind a paywall you stay with us on this season and you're gonna be able to get that so make sure if you especially you still listening make sure that you um you uh take time to rate you know you take time to if you watching on youtube you take time to like and subscribe um comment review share and hey do this for us if you get value out the literacy kings podcast make sure you send it to just one person that you think would think is dope yeah share the the episode yeah just share the episode with somebody that you know that's trying to start their business trying to get their business going share the episode with them um it may just be what they need to get them over uh some stuff they've been going through in their head about should they or shouldn't they all right so uh until the next time man we appreciate y'all we are the literacy kings love Love. reading reading is fundamental